Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for y'all. This week's podcast is with soap star, model, brand owner and mum, Helen Flanagan. I caught up with Helen to not only do this podcast with her, but also to gift her her GGC membership. So she's got our cute rose gold membership keyring to flash in the various establishments around Glasgow. So Helen has been living in Glasgow for the past two years with her fiancé and Celtic football player Scott Sinclair. And she talks in the podcast about her love of the city. Having kickstarted her TV career at the age of nine, Helen shares what life was like growing up as a soap star and chats about her time when I'm a celebrity get me out of here. Having launched her maternity lingerie brand Delilah Ruby last year, we find out how Helen juggles life around her two gorgeous girls and of her love of being a mum. Have a listen. So Helen, thank you so much for being on the GGC podcast. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. So tell us Helen about you. Tell us your story because you were in Coronation Street from nine is that right? Yes. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I I was really lucky. I I got the part of uh, Rosie um, when I was nine, and uh, obviously when I did get the part of Coronation Street, it was it was really exciting, like for my family because um, I'm from Bolton, and um, especially being northern, like Coronation Street was like such a big thing. Oh, of course. And I remember even when I when I was like a little girl, it was like oh half seven. It was like well that was the Coronation Street and then bed. So like it was a massive thing. I remember uh, when I was younger, and I did have this part, and obviously growing up and going to school and having that, you know, like going to Corrie as well, like having time for schools. So I was like. Like really, really fun, you know, that yeah. I, I got to go. And yeah, it was an amazing experience. And I always feel like really, really lucky that I've had that. So yeah, I, I kind of, well, I have, like, I have grown up in, um, in on Coronation Street, uh, which was, which was like an amazing experience, like completely. And I do really miss it, obviously, because I've just had my second little girl, Delilah. Gorgeous so, Delilah. Yeah, she is so gorgeous. And um I, I basically, I, I was on Coronation Street when I was nine till I was about 21. And then I just wanted a break. I think well, I mean, me, no wonder though, because that yeah. is such a long time. It was. And to be honest with you, I think it's as well, like, I did a lot of growing up in those years from like being 21 to 26. So I kind of was, was in a bubble really. And even though I knew that I was lucky, you know, and like I, I really enjoyed it. And obviously it, it's a dream job, job to like a lot of people, but I just kind of wanted to just do other things, you know, of and course. have a bit of freedom, you know, from, because I suppose when I even been on Coronation Street, like even if you want like a, even if you wanted to kind of colour your hair or do anything, you'd have to ask for, for permission or, you know, I just wanted to have a little bit of uh, just time, you know, to kind of do different things. Um, and I did do like a lot of growing up, definitely. I mean, when I look back, I probably think, I, I, mean, I don't think I could ever like regret anything. But when I left Coronation Street, I went to um, do the jungle, which was probably when I look back, I know like a lot of people probably think, oh, well, you know, that probably wasn't the best thing. But I do think like everything happens for a reason. Oh, 100%. And I did, I mean, even though I was completely and utterly rubbish like the worst contestant probably on but I think that, so bad at the trials. I think that makes you the best well I just 
I, I just went in there and I was just like myself. And um, I, I, I did, I genuinely had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into at all. <laughs> like I genuinely had not a clue. And I remember my mum, the day before I was flying out to Australia, was like, Helen, look, it's not too late. You just tell them you've you've changed your mind and you just don't want to do it because honestly, this is not for you. And I was like, mum, I'll just get one trial. I'll complete the bag it. Like, it'll be fine. Like, it'll just be fine. Like, I won't even get that many. And it was awful. And I literally didn't. And I remember, I think I watched, like, I know it sounds stupid because obviously you sign a contract and you sign up to this and you're in the meetings. But I genuinely just said, I said to them, because I'm really, really, really scared of heights. I said, look, I just don't want to jump out of a plane. So yes. I did have that on my contract um, that I didn't want to jump out of a plane. But I was just so like, just really quite stupid, really. Because I just didn't think, it, I was so stupid and really, really young and just not even thinking at all. Like really, really quite stupid. And I was just like, I remember YouTubing clips when I was going on my flight to Australia thinking, oh, okay. Like, you know, like, oh, this, oh, okay. Because I only watched like little bits and stuff. Yes. Um, which I know sounds so stupid when I say it because you would think if you're going in a show now but I was just very young like yeah. I just really and also, didn't really take that much had on. you done the, the the research you might not have done it and then it was such a big experience you see, I don't know I think when I was younger as well I just I, don't, I mean some people are quite mature I think when they're like for being like 21, 22 but I think I was quite young so was I and I just didn't really think that much into things and then when I was there the the plus sides of it though is like I got on really well with everyone in my camp. Like I really genuinely liked everyone. So so that was a good thing. I think I I look back sometimes and I do feel like a little bit embarrassed, but I kind of think, well, I you know, I was harmless. I just was rubbish at the trials, but I did get on with everyone in my camp. So Oh, you got on with everyone and you were so likable. Oh, I don't know if I was likable. Oh, you were um, so likable. I was just just a bit like I, I've never watched it back actually because I think, oh my god, you literally come across like an absolute mentalist. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. But it's all—it must be hard. Like for you, you're so in the public eye, and like you've, like you said, you've grown up on Corey. You've gone in to do this big show. It must be hard sometimes watching yourself. But for from an outsider's perspective, I loved you. You see, I didn't like kind of watch it because um, when I came out, I saw like a lot of negative press and, and things like that. But I just didn't really take it on board because I knew that I was just myself when I went on that. And I knew that I was genuinely absolutely terrified of these trials and that I had had been stupid because I've not I didn't think about enough about it when I went in. But I think if you've noticed now with I'm a Celebrity, like every single celebrity that goes in there now yep. is capable of doing the trials because no one will ever mess up as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, everybody that goes into the jungle now, like, they're, they're, they're fully, like, aware of it and stuff. But um, I remember, though, when I, I did actually arrive in the jungle and I remember, you know, I was just kind of quite quiet, really, just kind of taking everything in. And I remember the first kind of activity, how we got into the jungle was like this. It was like go ape, but okay. like times a hundred. <laughs> and I swear, like I was, I was quite quiet really. And then I was just like, wow. And I, I remember just getting this, like, I remember had been on a school trip to go ape and I remember sobbing my heart out, even when I was younger, because I was so terrified of heights. And I did have it in my contract that I didn't want to jump out of the plane. Yep. So for me, I was genuinely absolutely, 
absolutely petrified. I mean, if I YouTubed it now, I'd just die and just be so mortified. But honestly, I remember sobbing snot like all over my face, like absolutely terrified because you obviously, it's actually like... You are putting your trust in someone on a harness above a jungle. And it's, it's for me, I mean, I know a lot yeah. of people, like, obviously, when you think about it logically, you think, okay, this is ITV, you know, you're going to have the best people looking after you and stuff. But there is that chance that you could drop. <laughs> and oh, honestly, like, I am I am genuinely terrified of, like, heights. Like, I really am terrified of heights. So for me, I was really, really, really scared. And they never showed it, but I think they actually, I had a guy, like, pushing me. Like just basically push it because I literally just like froze. Oh my move. goodness! So they never That's showed that, worse. but like literally, <laughs> I had someone had to push me, and I was so like petrified. I was quite traumatized by doing this like go ape thing, but it was really really scary. It wasn't just yeah. like it was. Oh, it's go ape and like a it, massive. Oh, it was scale. really 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 frightening. That when I got to the camp, I was just absolutely like my nerves had just been shattered. You know, I was just uh-huh. so scared, and like I came in and I I genuinely was like. Oh, are you serious? Like, there's rats everywhere. Like, it was just, and I really, really didn't, I just didn't think anything through. So I kind of look back and I was very young and I do feel like, obviously, I have, like, grown up, like, I've got two children now and and what have you, but I do, like, I haven't watched it back because I do feel, like, a bit embarrassed about it. um. Oh, doing, doing. (laughs) You're a national treasure. So you've done, so Coronation Street, the jungle. Did you, when you were younger... Did you ever foresee such a glittering career ahead of you? Had you always wanted to be an actress when you were younger? I think for me, I think it's because I kind of, um, I always was on Credit Street, so I just said, you know, no, I, I want to be an actress. That's what I've always thought I wanted to, thought I wanted to be, really. Um, so I do feel, like, really lucky that I've had that. And so I think, obviously, after I did The Jungle and... I've always been interested in like modelling. I've always yes. done that along with Coronation Street. And um, and then I was doing that. And then I fell pregnant with Matilda. And um, I've always wanted to be a mum. And um, Matilda, uh, she was planned. Um, I've been with my fiancé, Scott, for 10 years now. So. Amazing. So what age were you when you met Scott? I was 19. 19. Yeah, so I was 19 when I met Scott. Um, it's coming up to 10 years because I'm 28 now and um, yeah Scott is he's um, he's a really lovely guy Scott like he is really a nice guy so yeah we've been together for nearly 10 years and we've got Matilda who is three and a half and Delilah who is eight months oh and they're both super gorgeous oh, they're both super gorgeous. so Scott obviously Celtic player yes so you guys moved here roughly about two years ago when Scott started playing the Celtic. Yes, Scott moved here about two years ago. And I'm not just saying this, like, um, but I genuinely love Glasgow. Um, so Delilah was born at the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Glasgow and had, like, a, it was amazing, though. It was an amazing hospital. Um, and my little girl, Matilda, she goes to nursery here in Glasgow and she's got a Scottish accent as well. Oh, she's so gorgeous. And what I like about Glasgow is I like... Like the people, like just because I'm very northern, like I just like how friendly everyone is. Like I like the girls up here. It's just, it's just a really, um, and I think there's so much going on like in the city, but then you've got like Little Bowmond and I just, I really enjoy it. Like I really like, oh, I don't really leave Glasgow to be honest. That's so lovely because you and I met maybe a lot, was it last year? Started yes. last year and you were saying then as well how much you loved Glasgow. So yeah. I know that that is 
a genuine statement. What are your favourite parts of the city, would you say? I love, like, I love the quirkiness of the West End. Like, I think the West End is so beautiful. Yeah. I really, really love it. I just think it's so, like, quirky and, oh, yeah, I love the West End. Um, I just think there's, like, so much going on here and... I just, I just genuinely really, really like it. I like how, like, friendly, like, all the girls are. Even if you go to, say, like, like if you buy your makeup, like, I've never buy my makeup anywhere else apart from Glasgow because even the makeup girls are just nicer. Oh, that's <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, in Glasgow, so it's just, like, all the girls are just, like, friendly and, like, I, I just I just like that. Um, but I don't, I don't leave Glasgow, really. I kind of... Um, my mum, she comes up to me and, um, obviously, with having two kids, it's completely different because... When I was, um, I was filming Coronation Street before I fell pregnant with Delilah and Matilda would go to nursery in Manchester and then we'd travel up at the weekends because it was only about four hours drive. But I would get up quite like, say like on a Monday morning, I'd get up at like five o'clock in the morning, get to work for say nine, ten. Where with two children, it's really difficult to yeah, do that, you know. of course. With one, it's, well, with one, it's okay because I used to drop her off to nursery on my way and stuff, but... Um, yeah, no, I just, I really do like it here. Like, I feel really, like, at home here as well. So I, I'm quite happy Good. Here. Well, we are delighted to have you, obviously, as well. Yeah, I do like so it. So talk to us about being a mum then. Um, well, I've always wanted to be a mum, like, ever since I've ever since I've uh, been about 18, I've always wanted to be a mum. So, yeah, my girls are my world. Like, I, um, I always feel so lucky to have them. And I feel like mom, being a mum as well, it kind of gives you that... Um, I think it gives you like a perspective and a drive and um so do you feel you changed as a person when you became a mum yeah definitely I really feel like a lot of people said to me and I was like oh I didn't obviously you don't really kind of analyze it yourself but everyone's like oh my god you're just so like chill like you've just chilled and you've just leveled out and you've just um a lot of people were like oh you've just completely changed you just feel so you just look I mean I was always happy but everyone was saying oh you look so content um, and I just feel like with having like my two daughters as well, like they inspire you a lot. Like I feel like with mine, they kind of drive you and they give you a bit of fire in your belly to, you know, to be to be like a role model to them. To kind of it inspires you to kind of be a good example to them. And yeah, I think it just makes you just want to really go for things and just be a good example to them. So I I absolutely like adore. I mean, it is really difficult at times because. Um, Obviously, like, Scott can be away a lot for away games and stuff and, and I have the two girls, but you just... I think it's because I really do enjoy being a mum. I, I probably find it, like, I just kind of get through it with that. But, yeah, obviously, sometimes it can be quite tough because you don't have a second to yourself. Yeah. But I do absolutely love it. Like, I love being a mum. Oh, lovely. And you have created a brand around being a mum. So tell us about Delilah, Ruby. So I've always... Um, I've always wanted to have a lingerie brand. Um, it's always been something that I've like been really passionate about. Like I've always like loved um, like modelling and I've always loved like lingerie. And I kind of wanted to create something like a little bit different. And um, obviously I'm really passionate about being a mum. I'm also quite like passionate about breastfeeding. Um, but I kind of, I think the thing is though, is as well though with, uh, with breastfeeding as well is I, was quite wary when I did have my brand of having kind of like um, maternity breastfeeding bras and stuff that I didn't want to make other women feel anyway if they didn't breastfeed you know because it's it's breastfeeding or bottle feeding it's um 
it's basically whatever works for you, you know, and every mum is different, every, every, you know, everybody's lives are different, circumstances, what have you. So breastfeeding isn't for everyone. And I kind of, um, I'm kind of like quite aware of that as well, like with uh, my brand and stuff. But so I did, I've, I've created this like kind of like maternity um, uh, lingerie. And um, I do, I, it's a nice project for me as well to have like at home because when I had Matilda, um for the, for the first time ever I didn't have like a work focus where for me obviously having Delilah working really hard at Coronation Street and then having her I really wanted and I felt like it was really really healthy um for me and for any mum like to have a work focus still just to kind of even though it's amazing being a mum just having that bit of like yourself having that kind of like focus yes. and um, something like for yourself I think because I I think that can be um I think being a mum as well, like I remember with Matilda, I think there was at times, even though I was really, really happy, I did probably feel like a little bit lonely at times because I we were, he was at Aston Villa at the time and I had a, one really, really good friend, my really good friend Jay, and he would come round a lot. Um, but I probably wasn't as confident then. Okay. And I probably didn't socialise as much, as much as I probably should have. Um, so I was home a lot with a baby and I didn't really socialise, I didn't really push myself to to kind of go out more or things like that. And I didn't have a work focus at the time. So I think I kind of learned things from having a baby the first time round to okay. the second time round. I knew how important it was for me to be socialising with other mums, to be getting out, to be doing to be doing things, even if you don't kind of feel like it, baby classes, just being more sociable. Yes. And to have some kind of work focus. So you just learn how as you go, really. And I feel like the first time um round of being a mum like I remember when I first had Matilda I was like I remember the midwife coming around and and I know it sounds stupid but even when she was like telling me about how to clean like bottles and talking to me about breastfeeding and bathing and nappies and I remember I've never even dressed a baby before and Matilda was so small and just putting her in a you know it's it can make you feel really anxious you yeah know, having all this like overwhelming especially for me I've never ever been around babies before yeah um but I feel like the second time around as well it's just like a lot easier you don't feel as anxious you've done it before you know how you're gonna feel you know not saying that every pregnancy you know every every time when you have a baby is different but you're kind of more prepared yes and I feel like I'm just a bit more like chilled out you know this time which is good that is so good that is so good and what a few of my friends that have had babies have said to me as well in relation to your brand so a lot of maternity lingerie or maternity underwear it doesn't look it doesn't really look the part it might be completely functional but like women that have just had a baby or a breastfeed you know they still want to feel lovely so your designs are all super gorgeous oh so you designed them all yourself you got all your colors and so I work with like a, um, a designer and a manufacturer. So it's just kind of, um, I just wanted to kind of have designs that were like kind of a bit more glam. Yes. And, um, more like kind of cool bras as well. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to kind of, you, you want to feel good after having a baby. And I do feel though as well, like I feel like now with everything with like Instagram as well and I, I do love Instagram, but also I do feel like there's a part of an Instagram as well, which isn't great as well. I mean, obviously I use Instagram as well with um, with my business, um, with my maternity brand, but I do feel like there's a part of Instagram where I, I, try, I try and keep it real. I mean, for, for me, I do post pictures where 
I do look glamorous and I do not look like that, like hardly ever. So I look like that maybe like 10% of the time. Yeah, <laughs> and 90% of the time, I'm literally just running around, picking up after Matilda and, you know, and I don't feel like, with Instagram as well, I feel like it, sometimes it can be unhealthy because I don't doesn't I don't think it actually shows what actual real life is like and with motherhood and I feel like sometimes like young mums could kind of that have just had babies will maybe look at Instagram and they'll think, Oh, you know, oh look at that girl there, she looks perfect. Oh gosh, I can't even get out of house in time and I'm lucky if I could put a bit of mascara on. And yep. I feel like even though I I do put pictures of, of only when when I look glamorous, I feel like when I've ever wrote a blog, I try and keep it real. And I just feel sometimes like with Instagram, like I do love it, but I do feel like there's a part as well where I think it can be a little bit negative as well. Like, yes, I it's just such a like double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. Instagram, you love it and you hate it. Yeah, so I kind of feel like I just kind of, um, I what I do is I just post what I want to post, but I don't do that scrolling thing. Like I don't scroll and scroll and scroll. Yeah. I think that can be like really unhealthy and I think to use Instagram is good but I think you need to be aware of how you use it yeah and like for me I kind of set myself some time maybe at the weekend where I will look through my friends accounts yes I'll go onto my friends accounts or go into my favorite fashion accounts yeah or go into things like that and I um I think that's like a good way to um to use it but yeah I know I think it's like with Instagram these days like there's positive sides to it but I think it can be quite negative as well and like I do try I think with my Instagram like even though I do post um glamorous pictures of myself because that is kind of me like but you know, of I, course I, I, I know like, I like to post I'm a I'm a normal girl you know like I like to post like glamorous pictures I'm not really going to post what I really look like the majority of the time because but, no, girls, one does, no, but one, no one does no one does but I just feel like there is that um I just think you've got to be really careful how you use it and especially with being like having two daughters as well it makes you think about things like a lot it makes you think about things a lot deeper and you kind of think I don't know if I would want my daughters to feel like this you know yes yeah and I think there's that thing as soon as you open up the app as well you automatically like compare yourself and you're thinking why am I doing this like it's just I think you've just got to be really careful how you use it as well and that's what I would want my daughters to do like sometimes I feel like when I'm stuck about just like things, I was saying, oh, how would I want my daughters to do this or do that, yeah. you know? And I just think you've got to be kind of careful how you use Instagram as well, because it's a, it's, it's a funny world, really, that we're living in now. Because when I was, when we were growing up at yeah. school, we didn't have, like, Instagram. Nope. I do think it can be quite bad for, like, young yes. girls' minds to be looking at this Instagram. But what I love about your account, Helen, is it's very authentic. So whilst you do show the glamorous aspect of your life, which is what people do want to see as well. So you also are very real in your account. Well, I don't know. I try to, I mean, I only kind of post the pictures when, you know, like I've got my makeup on and I do look glam. Sometimes I kind of feel like, oh, am I, um, you know, like, I do think though Instagram is going to change though. And I do think it will, I think there'll be suddenly like some maybe like, and not like how much time you'll be able to spend on it. But I think there'll be maybe more, I don't know. I think it will just get a bit more advanced yep. Instagram. And yep. I think it will actually be kind of looking after people more of how they use that Instagram. I just I just think that. But sometimes it, you can say, oh, don't follow accounts 
that make you feel certain ways. Well, sometimes you could be following someone who was actually perfectly nice, yeah, but it would just be far too awkward to do follow them. <laughs> like, like you just you just couldn't. Like I would be mortified. Like I die. Like they just you know you can't do follow people because people are like oh my god she's defollowed me. So like, <laughs> and then you meet her in the street and you're like oh no. <laughs> I know. So I just keep my account like my work account. I just always keep my account to my work account and just and just use it that way. But um. I do think you have to kind of be careful like how you use it. Oh, absolutely. So you've mentioned your blog a couple of times. So that is up on your brand website. Yeah, but it's, to be honest with you, it's literally because I with my brand as well, I am really, really passionate about it. And I like to, I am really hands-on with it. So obviously, like I have a logistic team, but I answer all, a lot of my emails myself. I do all my direct messages. I kind of like... I always I like to because obviously so my brand is I am starting out and stuff so I like to obviously make sure that everyone's happy so I like yep. to kind of like message obviously any of my customers to find out what is the right size for them and do all that kind of thing so sometimes I'll be kind of like taking Matilda to the loo and then Delilah's on one boob and then I'll be kind of like a 30 a 32e maybe and <laughs> that's amazing that's such a lovely no, personal but it's, but it's great for me though it kind of, I feel like it's kind of made me feel really good to have that like yeah. I feel like it's been really good for me to have that since I've had Delilah so it's been it's been great it's been perfect just what I needed so it's been great brilliant absolutely great and you have done a few shoots just showcasing the range as well so tell us about you've done a wee bit of modeling tell us about your your career in modeling so yeah no i have i have done um modeling. I've, always, I've always wanted to do modeling but i think this is as well with having my delilah ruby project i think this is why it's been great because i've been able to do everything that i'm passionate about yep and um no I like I am I am really really enjoying it I've got my some stock that's coming in is is really lovely as well so I'm like I'm really excited about that um I mean I would I would like to go back to Coronation Street at some point but it's just it's just with the girls and stuff and obviously like when you're a mom like your children come first and Matilda's at that age now where she is obviously I mean to be fair she's a little actress herself um, she's hilarious. She's I'm really proud of her. She's got such like a fun character. Like she's so a lovely little girl. Like she's so loving, so like kind natured. Um, and she's so good with Delilah. You were saying as well. Yeah, she's absolutely lovely. Because I was a bit worried at first, like when I did have Delilah, because I was thinking, oh, me and Scott, we completely doted on Matilda. Yep. So so much, and I thought. Oh, you know like having another baby and you do think to yourself as well when you're pregnant with your second you think how can I possibly love another child you know as much as I love my first but you do just automatically you really do and you don't feel guilty about it and I think actually it's really good for um for the the child as well to have a sibling and um but Matilda's been lovely with Delilah she's never been like jealous of her but she's just got a really, really nice nature. But that's the thing with Matilda. She's at that age now where she wants to go into her activities, like, you know, swimming, dancing, gymnastics, all those kind of things. And obviously with Scott's job and his schedule, and he has like two games a week, you know, it's um, it's me to take Matilda to all those things. So, you know, I will go back to Coronation Street at some point, but just at the moment, it's just not yeah. the right time. Yep, absolutely. So what is next? What's your next plan then? What what's your What would be your dream? Well, I would really like to, um, I would like to be working on my brand and I would really, really like to do some theatre. I'd really, really like to do some theatre. I mean, Delilah is um, eight months. 
so I'd really love to do some theatre and I'd love to do some dramas but I mean for me going back to Coronation Street eventually like it, it was the dream job and I, I do love it and there is like a, a real family atmosphere there and I went to the NTAs recently which was great and the plan was actually that I was supposed to leave Delilah with my mother-in-law who I get on amazingly with she's absolutely amazing my mother-in-law I love her to bits and um she Delilah was going to stay with Sally my mother-in-law but I think also with the breastfeeding as well like I don't I just you kind of I think oh I, I just find it really quite difficult to leave Delilah okay and I've never left her before um I've only probably since she's been born I've only left her for maybe about three hours something like that okay so it's quite and especially if they're breastfed and stuff they are a lot more clingy to you yeah because they're not used to being on the bottle and things like that so anyway she came with me to the NTA she just she she just stayed in like the hotel room with my best friend Jay he did my hair and then he watched her for about four hours um but no I I really enjoyed the NTAs that was that was really fun and obviously like I'm a massive I'm like really into Love Island um, so like loads of people from Love Island were in the box, so like I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then um, but it was nice to see everybody from um, from Corrie from work and stuff, and it was just lovely. Like in the morning and stuff, everyone was there from work, and we had breakfast with Delilah, and that, oh, that was that really, so really lovely. Nice. And I, I definitely do want to go back at some point because I just I really enjoy that kind of like family atmosphere, and you really do have, and you, I feel so lucky to be, to be part of that kind of thing. Yes, it's such like a warm atmosphere. And, yeah. Like, it's lovely so so nice and I I loved going back and to be honest with you if I hadn't um Delilah was a little surprise so my plan was really to stay at Coronation Street for quite a few years okay uh but obviously Delilah was the most amazing surprise but I just um I I, I do miss it but obviously Delilah was the best thing oh of course of course so see just from an outsider because I love soaps and Coronation Street well over EastEnders for sure because Coronation Street I think there's a lot of humour and your character was so good at bringing the humour to Coronation Street, I think, as well. What's it like being on a soap set? What's it like being a soap star? Um, I think as well with um, with Rosie, my character, I think she represented, like, a lot of kind of... the kind of, like, young girls now. Like, she represented, like, all the girls, like, saying, doing their Instagram. Oh, I loved her. Oh, my that, God, like, so much. And she much. was the only character, really, on Coronation Street that kind of represented that. And it was comedy and it was really, really fun. And it's something that I really, really enjoyed. And it was nice to saw that the, the, you know, the script writers really enjoyed, like, writing for my character. And it was kind of different from anything else. So, obviously, you have quite a lot of, like, the gripping storylines and then my character would be the comedy, which I really did really, really enjoy. And that suited me well. And I do, I do really, really miss that. Um, and I do, I do, I can't wait to go back. And it was really fun as well, like just with a, you know, I'd always wear pink. I mean, I never ever in my life wear pink because as soon as I wear pink, I literally feel like Rosie. <laughs> and sometimes though, I would come home because I was staying with my parents because my mum would look after Matilda when I was filming. And sometimes I would come home. I'd be like, oh, I'm a little bit still in character right now. I need to calm right down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to calm right down. Brilliant. And I would still be a bit Rosie-ish, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, well, I definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing you back because Rosie is must be a standout character for me in oh, all soaps. Honestly, and, and my mum loves you. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, just sitting chuckling at Rosie. <laughs> so, well, I am so delighted to have you on the podcast, Helen. You've oh, been thank you so much, a fabulous guest, and your story is amazing, and I'm looking forward to following it. 
even oh, thank more. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.